Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. I think the concerns from South Africans, uh, lack of education, poor service delivery are all really general problems. And quite often, because of the way in which they affect directly the types of livelihoods that people are able to lead, they could be looked at as the primary things that ought to be fixed. The problem, though, is that when you fail at the first level of analyzing the the types of systemic injustices that brought us to the place in which we are, where largely uh, the population of South Africa, whilst we all are experiencing the same economic strife and generally the same um, unemployment rate, you must look at the proportion to which different racial groupings are affected by this. And we have to make an analysis of what sort of policies were instituted in order for people to end up in the way in which we, we talk about. We still have significant patterns of, of, of spatial, um, uh, apartheid spatial planning. We have issues that affect how and which schools people are able to attend. Some people, based on who they are, the racial background, are disproportionately affected by the issues that the country itself is faced with. And so when you try to discount race as a measure or as a part of that of that conversation, you are undermining the extent to which the past is currently influencing and playing a role in what we're experiencing now. They say only 16% of their respondents uh, have said that they experienced racism or have experienced racism in the last five years. Do we need to draw some sort of comparison between racism as being a direct experience and racism as being an institutionalized system that could have contributed towards a more social injustice? No, definitely. I think it's important to make those, those comparisons between what do we call institutional racism and what are some overt acts of racism that we can speak of. Often, racial and racism and overt racism is somewhat violent in nature and generally disapproved of by many people just because of the fact that it means you're overtly harming someone's sense of dignity and, and, and well-being and sometimes even manifests itself in violence. We are generally a society that doesn't want to be in that space because of we, we're human beings. But the type of institutional racism that affects people disproportionately at that in terms of which racial group they belong to is, needs to also form part of the conversation when people are making statements and uh, are making research that is fundamentally flawed in, the, in their line of questioning. Surely you understand the effects that have long played South Africans, particularly black Indian South Africans to the extent that they aren't able to access certain opportunities just on the basis of their skin color and where they come from. Just as a final question, Brian, do you think, though, that there is an element of truth to uh, what the IRR terms as being race hustlers who use racism as a scapegoat or as an excuse to explain away the inefficiencies that we're seeing currently in our government? No, definitely. I think, I think that's called... Generally, without saying, the, the, the nature of the political populism that's arisen over the past couple of years in South Africa has meant that we are more divided on very simple issues that we are meant to be coming together on. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.